Hello, 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 my 4G lovelies. Today, we are going to be looking at the world of dating through social media, how it's changed in modernity, previous experiences, and uh, maybe skew in a little bit into relationships, but try not to reveal any names, everyone, okay? <laughs> it's me, your boy Egg, joined with... It's me, Matt. Your one true demigod, Ragnar. And it's me, Colin. Now, I remember kind of like starting off with my dating experiences and I, I, I was very much a counter. I was like, oh my god, it's my second experience with another human person now. And it, it honestly didn't get too long until it was like, okay, let's, uh, let's slow down on, on that. Not even because it was creepy, I just lost count. To be fair, I mean, you go on your first maybe a second or third date and after that it kind of loses the the magic you know it's just like a, an automatic thing you do I just used to sleep know. around with anyone you know it didn't bother me well the thing <laughs> fair, that, that's one thing that confuses me I've, I've had a few relationships in my life uh, which all started out in not in dates like going out for a date to start getting together but more, more along the lines of like getting to the point where it was like so are we actually going out here you know yeah you didn't know where you stood really mm. well, so I, like I don't that. see the point in the dating side I think as close to dating I got was when I was 16 to 19 when I would use well in my terms it would have been MSN and Yahoo and you were talking to people there and starting and, and to be fair that was really the start of internet dating social media in one you know but I've never I can't say I've went on dating apps or specifically says to someone hey I want to take you out to the movies and I'm going to pay Jesus I'm skint to pay for myself let alone someone else you know I think my first dating app was Grinder when I was like 18 uh bro that's a long time same when I was uh, <laughs> when I was 20 I believe I finally went on Grinder in like the first year of university in February I remember it specifically it was like February 7th and I was like I need to find boyfriend and then boyfriend was found <laughs> um massively massively disgusting point um we got together on valentine's day <laughs> oh not valentine's day man after a, after a lovely date where we had a dominoes that i paid for i can admit that i've been dumped oh, three times on no. valentine's day <laughs> what the savage oh I'm just not lucky when it comes to Valentine's Day, what can I say? <laughs> you know, I've got to say, as many people I've, I've known, um, you know, they generally got the courtesy to wait until the day after. You know, not the day of. Mm. <laughs> you know one of the exes, uh, Colin. Do I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was when I was living at uh, your... Uh, when I ended up having to live at your uh, uncle's for a little bit. Oh, yes, that crazy son of a bitch. Get that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> The one that actually accused us of actually cheating on her when it turns out that I was actually just uh, like going out and having a couple of pints with like my best friend. Oh my god, I always remember when he came back and he says, hey, I've just had a massive argument. And he has me expecting like he's gone and trashed the house or something yeah. like that. And I turn around and I says, why have you had a massive argument over? He went, well, I put an empty bottle of milk, <laughs> an empty bottle of milk back in the, the fridge so she kicked off of us for not buying a new one. Oh my oh god. god. But he didn't have any money to buy a new one. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was on, I was on uh, like benefits and I was a like, living rough, you know what I mean? So I didn't have anything to actually do anything. And she just went nuts because I put an empty bottle back on the fridge. like, eh, why did I do that for? I can't even remember why I did it. It's not just that though, oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I put, a, uh, I put the sugar in the cupboard once. You know what I mean? Well, oh, don't the sugar usually go in the cupboard? No, it was like the actual uh, sugar jar. Oh, okay. That, that's a bit different. But I, I mean, I, prob I probably wouldn't kick off with you about it. You know, she's, she probably shouldn't have kicked off. She probably should have looked at you and went, you've been for real. Yeah. But, you know, kicking off with someone and having a full-blown argument over the sugar is kind of a telltale sign that the relationship's downhill. We, where she lived you at know. the time as well, even if I was to actually go out and get milk, it would have taken us about half an hour to go get a bottle of milk because that's how <laughs> far away she lived from the freaking <laughs> shop. Ugh. Too much money. My first relationship was terrible. I'm not even going to lie. Aww. I was such a paranoid... Like, my, my ex-boyfriend was in the Navy. 
<laughs> the worst person to be with. Oh, he was dating a seaman. Well, yeah, but maybe they have a person in each port, don't they, usually? Yeah, but at least, uh, <laughs> at least they enjoy the company. If any listeners want to let one know that. <laughs> at least they technically don't beat you. Well, yeah, but I was, like, the most paranoid person. Oh. While he was away, like, he wouldn't text me. Oh. I'd text him, like, I'd get nothing back for ages, and I got more paranoid and paranoid that I did some, you know, stupid things. Oh. Mm. And then when it ended, he didn't actually end it with me. His best friend did. <gasps> I think it's, it is it is a hard one um, because I've found that where there's been relationships I've gotten in and you feel a, a sense of paranoia. Um, with me, obviously, I've been cheated on in the past, so that kind of, like, led to when I got in a new relationship. I was a little paranoid at the beginning. But it was kind of a case of saying, hard on, reel this back, this person isn't that person, so why act like this, you know? But it does, it does have an effect on you, like, mm-hmm. especially at the start of a relationship, you know? It did for the majority of my relationships, to be honest. And then, with my current one, I don't have to be paranoid, because all he does is work. Oh. <laughs> or complains. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> 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 a complain or work. Just go back to work, please. <laughs> what yeah. I found quite funny is... Um, there's a lot of jealous people and the girl I'm going out with now lo- lovely girl you know been with her for six years and <laughs> is she um, listening right now? <laughs> she doesn't know she's in the sitting room but she will listen to it so I've got to sing Aces and Graces oh. yeah. you know the hair the hair looks beautiful in the wind yeah. as it blows to the left and the right <laughs> yeah. and the sun's gleaming on it the shine of grease you know <laughs> only joking you don't have greasy hair but <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to kill you <laughs> she will but um, I got a message one day because I was, I was working at the time and I got a message and this message was like she's cheating on you with someone else at work bearing in mind she works with people who all oh, the job she was doing at the time was working with people close to end of life huh. and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this message and my first instinct was bitch and then I kind of like sat there and I thought about it and I thought hold on she goes to work she looks after the people who were who are sadly passing. Hmm. I then pick her up and she comes home and sits with me all night. And then if she's home on the weekend, she's not out partying or anything, when the hell does she have the time to go and cheat? Mm, true. You know? And I had to question it and it was like, this is someone just taking a mic. Well, it turned out it was, I don't know who it was, but it was someone who had made a false account, deliberately sent the message. And it was like, you know, someone being jealous because you're happy. Uh, but that could have easily stemmed into us going up the one saying, you're cheating, who is he? Hmm. Who are you cheating with at work? And the reality was, she, you know, 90% of the time when we are together, we're together, hmm. you know? And and then you've got the odd time where she's working, like yourself, Matt. You know, she's, she's stuck at work. Yeah, exactly. Which is in a job. She's in a job where she couldn't exactly turn around and say, hold on, hold on, just leave the person. I'm going to have a bit nooky, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's difficult like that like I do trust my boyfriend I do mm. and I do love him but you sounded hesitant when you said that there no I do like honestly I, I do love him and stuff but he does stress me out but I'm mm. I'm not the easiest person to, to deal with <laughs> to be with I don't think any of them can be I'm, I'm hard work I think that's one thing in relationships is uh, we're definitely hard people everyone can be a hard person to live with I don't know what you're, what you're talking about I'm a, I'm a delightful joy of a human being oh you're delightful I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there'll be a few moments a person sitting there thinking oh for fuck's sake I'll just shut up <laughs> literally we talk about it like all the time I don't necessarily have like scheduled check-ins with him um, mm-hmm. this being boyfriend number four and a half um, but like uh, he's he, he does say I'm he does say I'm wonderful and it is mostly just me being like, am I not good enough? Or it's, um, because it's like, oh. he, he has a good job, he has a house, um, I'm going to make mm. sure that people can't track him down and triangulate who he is. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it, I do have confidence that, like, he's also kind of always just going to be, honestly, I, I wouldn't mind if he, if he kind of just, uh, went around as long as he took videos. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm also quite apart from like m- me as like kind of being a 22 year old and not really having all of the life experiences that he has and the capacity mm. to live a life to the fullest as he does um, that's pretty much the only bit where I'm a little bit like oh, oh, oh. I'm making dinner plans fam. 
it takes me like half an hour to get emotionally ready to like book a restaurant or what have you but you see yeah I've noticed in life is that I've always been like that like oh someone's too good for you you know what's the point Um, what I've noticed is that people aren't as selfish as we like to believe and a lot of people will accept we're for who we are and we're flaws and you know they'll go to the ends of the earth for you because they want to be with you and and it sounds with your partner as much as you're not insecure but a bit like I, I'm a little bit, bit but just in a different way everyone's yeah. a bit insecure though like a little even yeah, a little I bit yeah I mean I, I've sat and says to my partner nearly said her name there I've said <laughs> to my partner a few times I'm no good for you you know Aww. you could do miles better you know and she'll sit there and she'll say don't be stupid <laughs> you know I, I love you and I want to be here and I, it'll be the same for your 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 partner you know he loves you he wants to be there with you so that, yeah. that, that sentence that you just said there makes me laugh though because you sit there and say I want to be with you now that right but the next day is like we just fuck off back to your mates <laughs> uh, I'm the same I'm this 100% the same with my partner mm-hmm. it stresses me out I'm like can you just go back to work please oh yeah but he antagonises <laughs> her all the time <laughs> I say it as banter between two partners that I mean me and I bleep her name out don't worry me and her we're, we're like that like she'll mm. come in from work and we'll wouldn't chat each other we're not even whinge I would say it's fun fight you know like oh bitch and she's like dickhead and it's like oh go back to work and she's like ah, you only want us to work for money you know so well, yeah well she in the work like, for <laughs> yeah exactly she, she's well I did say to her one day I'd make her a sparkly sign for the side of the corner but she she wasn't game for that so <laughs> you know God loves a trier <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no I mean I, 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 I'm definitely with egg on that there's definitely times when you can get self conscious and, and insecure with the relationship and, and think Jesus you know the person could do better than what, the, what I can offer you know, but it's not always the case, is it? I mean, the person's getting what they want. I think it's just really important to kind of bring it up, not necessarily be like, I must talk to you about this, because that can be spooky scary. But if it, if something's getting to you, friggin' use your words. I was talking about this last night, actually, uh, with a friendo, um, who is also a leg butt individual. That's a LGBT for everyone at home. And uh, he was like, Man, ever since turning bisexual, <laughs> turning bisexual, ever since going by, um, you know, changing diets, uh, it's like, what are straight people doing? <laughs> yeah, use your words. Like the whole straight culture around like dating relationships, it's just a, it's just a very, it's a very splintery, spiky kettle of fish that they seem to be dealing with. I, I think the straight culture is kind of like. It hasn't really evolved anyway, has it? It's still the same. It's as what yeah. it's always been. Man meets woman, man man f- flatters woman, you know, and then hit relationship, make a baby, <laughs> and then you end up fighting and and breaking up and blah 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 blah. And I don't think it's ever moved forward from that. It's kind of just hit that stale line. That's the vanilla and, part of it. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've noticed uh, is with relationships, like women will go like, I don't like this man, I don't like that man, that he's a he's a so and so, mm. you know, he does this, he does that. But then you turn around and say, well, go and find someone better. And the the one that really makes me sit there and think, well, stop complaining. Then is when they turn around and go, yeah, but I couldn't be with a nice guy. Mm. I like me bad guys. And you sit there and you think, well, if you like bad guys, you've gotten what you want. I like a, good, a bad know. boy. But don't you can't sit there and say, oh, I don't like the way he goes on, but, you know, I don't like the nice guy. No, it's kind of like smoking, I'd say. <laughs> it's it's good in some ways, but it's like in the long term, not so sustainable. Bad for you, yeah, definitely. But um, here's one for you, cheating-wise. Oh, bro. So, oh, God. One I've always wondered. So, my partner brought it up the other day, and she turned around and she says, you know, she says, if I ever... If I went out and cheated, she says, what would what would happen? I says, well, it would be a lot to get over it. She says, so what if it was a woman? And I kind of looked at myself and went, well, I'd probably take it easier than a being a man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, <laughs> Will you bring photographic evidence? To be fair, my response was, and this is just shocking, so if you're young, mm. turn off now, please. Mm. 
I did turn around and say, I would ask you where my invite was, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so it was like, but then I sat there and I said to her, I said, so what if the tables was turned? And she kind of went, ooh, no, nah, I'd leave you straight away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like... So one rule for one and another rule for another. Yeah. Why, why would it be like that? Because... You know, to me, it, it it's easier to accept because it's not another man. Yeah, but then as you think about it, you saying if it was another one with her, and if you did the same, you'd basically be sleeping with another man. Yeah, but I was using that as an example. Well, like he hasn't been already. <laughs> Egg, keep that to yourself. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I've still got that door closed. It might open one day. <laughs> one day, Colin comes falling out of the closet. But it won't be the front <laughs> door he'll be using. <laughs> It'll be the back door, be tumbling straight out. Sausage surprise! But I was wondering, you know, like, obviously, you and Matt are gay. What? I'm gay? When did what? that happen? What? I don't... Well, now, oh, come on. Who said I was gay? Who said... For it, anyone on the podcast <laughs> who hasn't clicked on yet, <laughs> Matt and... Matt and, um... Mm, because so. uh, 4G is uh, two gays and two Geordies. Papow! You've waited all yeah. this time to find out why we're called 4G. Yeah. Um, but I was wondering if it, does that apply? Does that same logic apply to like gears? Oh my or? god, no! We are we are open doors, front and back to like speak for that, yourself. That's, that's kind of if you if you like if you get a dartboard of gays and you like mm. throw a dart, you're probably going to find one that's like gone through some form of polyamory. Yeah, what's that? Uh, many loves. When you like have uh, kind of multiple parts at the same time, oh, multiple drink. Why at the same time? Yeah, kind of like um, simultaneous relationships. Extremely fair, but I do just I do feel like women respond far more to jealousy, or they have a mm. lot more jealousy kind of within them, and I think mo- that's mostly evolutionary. Well, I think a lot of people are jealous. Mm. Like a lot of gays, like you know, they can be jealous. They can be, but it's more Very. that gays are petty. So if you yeah. do, if you like cheat on them without letting them know at the very least, or being like, or having a build up to it, uh, to it, getting their consent from it, um, it's more a case of, oh, you did something terrible to me. In the same way, it's like you cut me off in traffic. I'm gonna end your life. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's more the reason why gays get jealous. So this is why I couldn't have a, another like gay close friend because he'd probably try it on my boyfriend, and then I just have to beat him up and. <laughs> Matt, you're, do you know we, we're not long come off the, the dreams and you're starting to come out more and you're a very violent person I can be <laughs> found out that you were a bully recently yeah just don't fuck with me basically <laughs> you like that beat him up or chew his neck off no because I, no, I know that gays can be very vindictive Exactly. I used to have a. I used to hang around with two other gays. We used to be known as the uh, <laughs> the mean gays, basically. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah, one of them uh, was very jealous. He fancied me, and to get back at me, he slept with someone else in the kitchen. And I just walked through, made a jam sandwich, and went back into my room while they were doing <laughs> it on the sofa because I wasn't interested. That's wow. me. If he wants to get make me jealous, it ain't gonna work. That's so That's, much effort. And they like you know, get over yourselves. You're boring. Well, you know, you're basic. That's, that's the way of life. Yeah, they're basic bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Not wanted. I think we've all, all had damn experiences in life. I mean, it's a, it is a crazy one. Um, what you can put up with in a relationship, and what you, what you just simply won't, and there's like a red line that you cross, and that's it. No going back. You know? Yeah, I couldn't do it. Um, I mean, like, I suppose if my partner cheated on me. And I would never tell her this straight to the face, but you'd probably have it on podcasts anyway. You know, it would be something I would try to work through because I do love her, yeah. you know, and I care about her enough to to would want to try to work it out and find out what what it was I'd done wrong that had I go off and do that, you know. Um, but I know if that I ever done that, I might as well be castrated. Wait. I I always ate, I always date Earth signs, so I I never get cheated on. It's great. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, you're very specific with your earth signs, aren't you? It just, it's not even me going out and like finding out, oh yes, it's like, oh, what's going on here? I'm enjoying their company, <laughs> they seem nice and sturdy. Oh, they're born in late April, early May, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Although yeah. I'm currently, 
currently uh, working alongside. I was going to say working alongside. Uh, yes, my job partner and and sex partner. Um, he is a he's a Capricorn. So, Bing Bang Bong. It all just lines up. So, Rag, what's your opinion? Come on. I know you've been quite quiet. I just don't know what to say. <laughs> well, your experiences and all of this. If- oh, my experiences is I've been cheated on left, uh, left, right, and centre. You know what I mean? Although, although you sometimes make out that I'm the fucking slut. You know what I mean? And I'm the one that does all the fucking cheating and all that. But that's not the case. Well, rags. To be fair, I mean, <clears throat> there is a couple of occasions where I have questioned. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go there, right? A couple of occasions you've questioned, right? Go on then. Yeah. Well, there was one, uh, you went out all night and you came back the next morning and you immediately went in the shower before you were going and seeing everyone, <laughs> even your girl. Eh? When was this? Mm-hmm. Oh, this was years ago, years ago. Maybe you just wanted to be. Who trained. was I dating at the time? I don't know. I won't say her name, but um, she certainly was someone you would definitely consider cheating with. Cheating on, sorry. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'll just say PlayStation Fight. PlayStation Fight? Yep. Was that the one that turned up one day and never went home for an entire year? Uh, Yes, I believe so. Yeah, PlayStation. Right, okay, PlayStation fight. Right, okay. I know, I know who you're on about. Yeah. I remember being told that story, and I and my very words were when I got told that story as well. I didn't blame him to be fair, you know, because that that relationship was going down. down Hang on, down I actually came home and went into the shower. Yeah, he went straight into the shower after coming home from being out all night. Don't I don't even know there. where I was that day, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe um, you went to the fugue state after tripping on shrooms. To be honest, though, no, right, I'd never actually uh, cheated on her. We had broke up, um, and then I did actually, obviously, mess around with a couple of lasses at the time, but I didn't actually cheat on her right, at the time, because we actually had broke up. Um... And then she actually. Then we got back together, and then um, she was actually cheating on me. Um, turns out she was actually cheating on me, and also message. What actually pissed me off about that entire relationship was it wasn't just me and her. It was me and her and fucking is it BBM Messenger? <laughs> oh my god, BBM. BBM, oh, yeah. Not the social message again. Hey, I forgot about that. Yeah. How could you? Bloody hell. Every day she was always getting these messages and always getting dick pics and like this, that and the other. And I say, mm. well, why am I getting dick pics for? I tell them not to. My profile says not to and stuff like that. I say, point it out. I says, look at the pictures you're posting. Look at your profile pictures. And also, what was vest tops? There was no like bra or anything like that on. So tits were practically on show. Yeah. And that's why she was well, getting the dick pics. She tried a couple of times to flash her, well, her tits in front of me and a couple of times, you know. And, like, we says, says to us, I'm sorry about it. I was like, dude, it's not your fault, you know. <laughs> what can you do? But it was like, no, nah. <laughs> go away, you know. Oh, she wasn't, she, wasn't a, she wasn't the best relationship for you to be in. Like. No. But I know you've had a few rough ones. Real rough ones. A couple of rough ones. So I've I've had rough relationships all the way through. I think there's only like a small handful that I haven't actually had like a bad relationship. Mm. You know what I mean? So I went quite far from dating here. Yeah. Well, my um, last boyfriend. I don't know if you call it cheating. So we were in nightclub. Um, he was with the guy that he had cheated on me with. We mm. we was on a night out altogether. I didn't find out till after. And then he he told me what I was drinking. This is the worst thing to do to me when I'm drinking. Don't tell me bad news because mm-hmm. I'll go off. Mm-hmm. So he told me, and then I was like, okay. So I snogged his best friend in front of him. Oh yeah. Just to annoy him, you know, get back at him. Then I went outside, and then he came outside, and I punched him and knocked him <coughs> out. <laughs> Crossed on a bike. Oh, so. <laughs> God. <laughs> Matt, honestly, you're I'll changing my idea of Libras every single time we I talk. Think- I think we we certainly certainly need a. a I told you I'm a vindictive bitch. 
There's vindictiveness, like I'll slash your tires or something, but uh. <laughs> well, then he, he shouldn't cheat on me, then should he? And I think he. And then all of a sudden, like, since we've been split up, what, about four years now? He still asks about me. He's like, get over yourself. I've moved mm. on. Leave me alone. Isn't, isn't this a Shania Twain song? So I dug my key into no, but the, the side No, but the thing is, it was like the worst relationship. It put me over oh. the edge. Like, we uh, we went out. I did uh, ecstasy for the first time. <laughs> don't do drugs, kids. Please don't. No, don't do drugs. <laughs> no. Don't condone um, any use of them. And that night I found out that... God, this is like upset for me a bit, but... His uh, sister rang me while I was after I'd had it and told me that I could have had HIV oh um, that's what put me over the edge um, I ended up in hospital the same after that conversation and um, yeah it just that broke me literally did it just that was it for me I was I was done I couldn't do it anymore I would imagine that much it would have been horrible yeah well it was honestly I um, I did things that I shouldn't have like you know I won't I won't have well, I'm not ashamed of it. I did it. I couldn't deal with the pain of that and everything else. So yeah, the thing is, I mean, to to judge someone, you have to live their life before you can judge them. You know, and that's that's what I believe. You kind of turn around. I mean, I've done stuff I'm extremely not proud of. You know, and no doubt rags has and, and things like that. And mm. just like you, I've experimented when it comes to drugs. And again, yeah, don't condone them in any way, no, shape, or form. Not. Um, one of my lowest points was the the girl I went out with before before the one I'm with now um, you know I went out with her and we were going out for about six months and uh, it, it sh- this relationship took us to the, the edge because I knew she had mental health problems and she she was an ex um, smart user a heroin user mm. and she always used to like talk about how she got on the stuff and she used to call it the devil's juice and how she got off it she didn't use any help she really forced herself off it and I was proud of her for it mm. but because she had taken it caused a lot of mental health in her in her mm. life and um, one night she had called us and she was breaking her heart and I was saying you'll be alright I'll see you in the morning because we weren't living together um, and I got there and the next day and she had taken her life um, and I've got to say that that like you Matt that brought me you know to find that mm. um, and to say that you know she had just been talking to us the night before and it was like why why didn't I even for one second know this was going through our head you know um, so I think there's there's relationships that make you and there's relationships that can also really break you as well yeah also like right down. when I was with him like, it was only what a year and a half um, he was like he was into the drugs a lot and um, mm-hmm. the guy that actually could have had the well had the HIV luckily I haven't got it um, yeah. he had uh, my ex FaceTime me and um, him and the guy were doing drugs together and then the guy turned blue mm-hmm. Um, while I was on FaceTime I seen everything um, the guy was dead mm-hmm. so I had to put do that as well I had to go through that and it just it honestly just broke me yeah. it all just came at you too. yeah and then I just you know I'm in a better place now it's all good you know oh yeah oh yeah well that's it there's <laughs> always like they say there's always a light at the end of the tunnel isn't there you've oh, just yeah, got always. to push through you've got to fight your way through that and get to that that point in your life where you can look back at it and not necessarily laugh but think you know I can handle that now yeah I tried my you best know. to help him and try to make him a better person but in the end it's all you can do. I couldn't do anymore yeah that's all you can do Matt uh, no one can do anything more than the best I had an evil ex that actually uh, did like random shit like I mean like when I say evil I mean absolutely evil I mean it's it's a heartbreaking what you two have actually been through yourselves you know it's like very similar sort of thing you know I mean obviously one was a relationship and the other one was a was it a, a friend or uh, there Matt one, Matt's yeah Matt no he was my ex-boyfriend um, I, right, 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 okay. I, miss, I misheard so. that one I was too busy start early like, too busy uh, daydreaming out the window while no, we were all talking there. Um, like obviously it's, it's still hard. But, oh, that's thinking nice. about mm. it. Like, no, it's, I was trying to think of a, a topic to bring up and stuff like that. But with you yeah. talking about like this sort of thing, I had um, I was dating one last uh, this was back when I was in college. I would have been about like uh, seventeen, eighteen at the time. And um, 
I lived in this place and I had to take the bus like every day. Um, apart from a Thursday, which was payday every two weeks. <laughs> now you always used to like uh, skive and go to my nan's for that day and like had to spend the day with her. But obviously I was in college and come back and all that, right? And um, we'd been through some stuff and I'd found out that she'd been cheating on us with some guy that uh, worked at the, uh, the local corner uh, corner shop. Oh. And uh, she t- tried denying it and all that, right? But um, it like it sparked a massive argument, you know, like a proper like a fight and everything like that. And she'd um, she attacked me, you know. Huh? Um, but in me defending myself, I had lost my balance, but pushed her at the same time. Hmm. She fell over and smacked her back on um, the arm of the uh, the sofa. And she screamed like she was being murdered. I'm not kidding you, right? Yeah. But it didn't help the fact that she had um, a curvature in her spine. Yeah. And she had... Uh, is it titanium that they use? Some sort of... Uh, she had rods in her, her spine anyway. And obviously that affected her and stuff like that. And I went out that night and like I stayed at a friend's uh, in, in like... A, his sister was living with her at the t- uh, living with them at the time. And I used to sit and like, chill with them whenever things went wrong. In one way to the uh, to the shop to get some drink, you know, some cans and all of that crap. <laughs> and uh, my ex was obviously there at the time, and she started screaming and shouting at us, trying to start an argument and that. And obviously, she tried attacking us again. But my friend's sister actually like, stood in between us and actually took the uh, the, the blunt like, the blows. Mm. I managed to get her away, so she continued hitting me and everything. Once I uh, went back to her house and that, um, it, my friend's sister decided that she was going to go off to her friends and that. And because she stood in the way of uh, my ex hitting me, something I was actually done to her, the most horrible thing you could think of was actually done to her because of my ex. My ex wanted me to actually be, uh, like, obviously, be punished by being battered and stuff like that. So she called a couple of her friends and stuff like that, and they went out looking for me, but they found my friend's sister instead, and obviously took advantage of her and they like, did some stuff to her. A few weeks, they went down the line and stuff like that, and it turns out that um, it, that she didn't tell us what actually happened. She just told that she got jumped by a bunch of lasses. It turns out it was actually guys that actually did it I found out what happened in, um, but it was like literally two days after we found a diary telling us that um, what had actually happened and she'd actually uh, taken her own life because of it yeah so it's like well, why it is horrible it, it is you know what I mean it's like, I didn't realise my ex was such an evil person that she would do that you know but the thing is there's people like that out in the world but there's a lot of good and I will say it to anyone who knows anyone who is suffering like this or has been through anything we're talking about in this or if you're going through it yourself seek help there is loads of help out there you yes. know doctors counsellors you know they don't suffer speak to family you know um, from personal advice family was the best thing for me and me you know and and Matt um, and Ragnar I know him personally who's been through a lot of this stuff and he's getting help as well um, so I would say you know if you if if you know anyone so fine get in contact with someone medically and and get the help that they may need and there's there's numbers out there like Samaritans and crisis team and and things like that who would sit and listen to you all day long rather than suffering yeah. on your own because just remember you're never on your own yep. so, so that did take a bit of a dark and like obviously depressing turn there for a second so I'm going to switch a background here and turn around say to you right at what point did dating apps start taking over everything because if you think about it, when we were actually, like, for me and Colin anyway, or at least I think anyway, when I was younger, I was always out and about, you know, like, out and just, like, drinking with my mates and stuff like that. I didn't use, uh, like, MSN or, uh, like, anything like that for dating. I always used to go out with friends and always meet new people and actually that, uh, create, like, 
relationships that way. I never started using dating apps until at least uh, 2013-ish for me. What the hell was that? Egg, did you just fall off your chair? (laughs) (laughs) No, that was was more like... uh, um, Egg's kind of been on night shift, guys, so I think he's still fast asleep there. (laughs) He's just like... He's just planted on his desk. (laughs) (laughs) Just an absolute... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to what you were saying there, Rags. I was saying, like, I didn't start using dating apps, like, stuff like, uh, it was a Tinder, uh, Plenty of Fish, until around about, like, 2013 for me. So, before before all of that, I, I always used to be out and about, whether it was at work or whether it was actually working at a bar or whether it was out actually just drinking with friends and stuff. That's how I mm. ended up in relationships. Well, to be fair, I think dating apps started because generally back in the day of the chat sites, people were finding love on there and then there was a great opportunity of the dating site. But the problem with the dating site these days is that it's full of scammers and, and things like oh, that now. don't we know about it? Uh, yeah, I'm I mean... sick. I, I me, had a Plenty of Fish account. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off the bar. I had a Plenty of Fish yeah, account you just cut recently us off there. and it was hacked. <laughs> well, a family member decided they had an argument and they were going to leave their their current partner they're with now the way able to resolve it but they had a um <coughs> sorry about that they had a, a an account i can't remember which one it was and this person got in contact with them so that when this person had contacted them they were from london they were i think 20 28 years old something like that um but later on in the conversation, it turned out they were from New Jersey. Now, me, me, me uncle had turned around and says to me, he turned around and says, uh, what do you think, where's, where's Jersey, New Jersey? And just straight away, I'm thinking of Jersey, you know. And I says, oh, it's somewhere just off the coast of France, but it's a British, British island. It's part of the British Isles. And he went, all oh, right, not that far. So he started getting into this, this, this woman and started texting them all oh. and I did say it well I says be careful I says because it sounds like a scam she's changed her location mm-hmm. from what her dating app said and she's changed her job and she's changed pretty much everything about her um, and she didn't want to use a dating app she wanted to use this uh, chatting system which I, I read up had was used by many scammers and mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was Zoom or something like that Um because the IPs kind of be tracked on this program. So yeah, I don't think it was Zoom. I, I think it was, it was something Skype. along them lines, but different. It was more chat site, but the IP wasn't able to be tracked and stuff like that. So it's a scammer haven basically. Um, and sure enough, uh, I think it was about a month after he talked to this girl and he was ready to go back to Jersey to see this girl and everything. He come up to us and he went, oh yeah. What do you think? She's just texted us to say her friend's birthday's come. She's got no money and she wants to borrow 50 quid. Mm. Uh, and I went, nah, stop talking to her. Mm. Stop talking to her. Scammer. That's a scammer. So he turned around and he sat there and he went, I didn't know. Like, she seems genuine. I went, dude, that's a scammer. Get rid of her. I says, you give her that money. I says, you are a mug. I says, no yeah. one you've spoken to. Yeah, you don't speak to someone in a, in a month, never see them, and then say, oh, could you give us some money? Huh. You know, just doesn't happen. Um, so, stupid enough, he continued to talk to this person. Aye. And then he came up to us one day and he says, oh, she wants £50, so I asked for her details to transfer it. And she says, can I send it in Amazon cards? <coughs> and I was like, dude, she's a scammer. Everything's telling you she's a scammer, man. Stop talking about it. You couldn't get it into his head. He was that bewildered over this girl um, he did eventually recognise that this girl was a scammer um, or well it mightn't even be a girl you know as I say it, it says to him it could be anyone who's just stole a picture offline yeah. um, but so them websites are now pretty filled with with scammers looking for for men and women who were lonely and just looking for someone to share life with you know uh, so I think to me dating apps are on the way down and then with coronavirus it's so hard to go out and meet someone these days you know even if you did meet someone you'd probably be grounded 
by the government again in a couple of weeks into starting a relationship you know mm. so I think it's I, I think dating apps is definitely definitely on the go down because of that well it is because I had made a profile not too long ago on, on Plenty of Fish and everything was okay until uh, I started getting these messages through you could tell which ones are the genuine ones and which ones aren't those that mm. actually have like a full profile and like obviously more than one picture you know, mm. uh, you, you know they're the genuine ones because obviously they take the time to write the profiles and everything out. But then you've got these ones that sit there; they've got one picture, and then they'll t- a, li- a little description about themselves. And you start talking, or they start talking to you first, and you like resp- reply back. And all of a sudden, they're sitting there saying, "Oh, can you go to this website and talk to us mm. and do video chats and this, that, and the other?" I say, "Yeah, we know you're trying to send us to like camster.com or fucking camgirls or something like that." Not Xhamster. You know. <laughs> you know. Very I mean? precise with that, then, right? Eh? Very precise with that. Uh... <laughs> I think he's checked a few of them sites out. To be fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, um, I've checked them out a couple of times. Oh yeah. I've not actually like clicked on the links to find out where it actually leads you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. see I can see Rags sitting there chucking the coins away, you know, ding ding, take it off. I'm not paying like freaking however much it is just to actually be able to send ten messages or something like that, you know oh, what I mean? Oh my god. Honestly, I think it's silly. What I don't understand is how these sites make money because there's so much free porn out there. That oh, God, we're going on support now, eh? Advertising. No, no, it's just, it's just generally, generally, if there's so much free, free porn basically out there, that why would these sites that charge make the money? It's the parasocial connections in the same way that people subscribe to people on Twitch as opposed to like donating mm. to people's YouTube accounts, which doesn't even really happen. Um, it's it's this idea of like I'm able to interact with them kind of like semi one on one they know what's happening yeah, like right. I can communicate with them and tell them how I'm feeling it's um it's parasocial connections that's that's big money yeah I suppose like it's it's working on loneliness really isn't it you feel lonely so they expect you to pay money to to get just that satisfaction of talking to someone yeah, yeah. and guess what's at an all time high right now the problem for me though mm. right when it comes to dating and stuff like that right now that I'm actually a Years, years will probably jump on my throat and say, and I say oh that's not true that's not true right because mm. I'm just going off my experiences not yeah. anybody else's here right but every time I've spoken to somebody or I've clicked on somebody's profile and actually just showed ah oh, yeah they're alright I like them sort of thing you know I just like to grab their attention it's when you read mm. the profiles and some of them are sitting there saying if you're 30 swipe on if you're 30 don't bother messaging. If you're this age, don't bother that. It, say, it. What? What is the point? You know what I mean? It. It like, makes us. I think what they do is to target people that are over the like in the thirties over, right? It, to actually make them think that they can't get a partner, so let's stick them on porn sites. I think that's why yeah. they're there. The catfishing is. I don't know. Maybe it's like a, it's a preference. My yeah. uh, my my account was hacked. Right. I went on, um, we were actually doing a recording of a podcast when I'd actually found this out, and I think it was like... What? But um, I had looked, and it said that my account, my account had been updated, and it had my like the username that I had in that, and then like two hours later I get another email saying that my, up, uh, my account had been updated again, but mm. the name had been changed... And then, mm. as I tried to correct it, right, about 20, 30 messages came flying through saying, such and such person has liked your profile, such and such has sent a message. And I say, like, you're trying to sort it out to actually log on. And once you'd actually logged in, obviously it would actually clear up and stuff like that, but I couldn't log in. I changed the password and everything. I just couldn't log in. They hacked it well, that I, much to the point that um, I had like however many uh, messages coming through, I had to delete the app and complain to the company that I wanted the account closed down because I had been hacked. About a day mm. or two later, they actually admitted that I had been hacked and they would sort it out. And I says, if I would, would like to continue with the profile, I says no. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you a brilliant story, and I. Uh, it had me increased. Is it going to take three hours? Well, yes. <laughs> no, it's not right. 
it might do. So, back in the day, when I was about 19, my cousin, he would have been roughly about 17. So, I had a, a YouTube, a, a YouTube, Jesus. Mm. I had a Yahoo mm. account, um, which I shared with my cousin, because it was like, being young and daft, you'd go on, you'd go on the mic and you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to give loads of crap to people from America and people from here and people from there. I'm going to be really funny. And you never were. You were just a little terror going on there destroying people's evening. And uh, well, my cousin went on. He was doing that and he decided he was going to pick on this certain person. I can't remember what the, the name was that they were using. But he started firing back and he started saying, I'm going to, I'm going to find you, I'm going to get you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So my cousin, being my cousin, went, yeah, 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 whatever. And uh, he started calling them. And bearing in mind the time of year we were in, you're, you're talking in the late 90s, he was sitting there saying, ah, yeah, yeah, stop being a puff. Uh, go on, go with your boyfriend, you know. Young, stupid. And um, this this guy says, I'm not gay. Hmm? I'll send you a picture of my girlfriend. So... He sent a sent a link. A man and Straight insecurity, my goodness. Oh, I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. It's, it gets even better. Oh, so <laughs> he, he clicks the link and mm. it pops up and it says, "Please sign into Yahoo <laughs> to see this this picture." So he's sitting there typing his buttons away. Now I was young. I didn't. I wasn't any more knowledgeable than him. Mm. Typing his information in, they didn't sign in. He went. Oh, he hasn't signed in. I want to see his missus so I can take the mic more. Mm. And he, he, so he does it again and then again. And I say, oh, dude, just leave it. Don't bother. You know, uh, it must be broken. And he, he basically stopped. And the guy had sent a message saying, "You've lost your account." So he's like, "What are you on about? I've lost my account." He says, "You've lost your account. You no longer got it." So. He's sitting there and he's looking at me, he's like, eh, what, what? I says, ah, he's lying, he's lying, there's no way you've lost your account, man, how way? There's no way you've lost it. And he's like, well, he's telling us I have. So the guy turned around and says, well, I'll tell you what, he says, log out your account, mm. he says, and try and log back in. So he did. He locked out his account. Mm. Couldn't get back in. The wrong password, wrong password, wrong password. And uh, me, my cousin at time was in the military. So he was very proud of himself, yeah. you know, and uh, he, he had all this on his profile. So what had happened is the guy turned on and says, right, he says, uh, tell you what, he says, I'll give you a password so you can see your profile. He says, but once I've done that, I'm changing it straight away. So it stays like this for the rest of time. <laughs> so my cousin was like, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck's sake, what's happened here? So he signs in. The first thing that pops up is a soldier with his bare ass out <laughs> with someone who had squirted a bit of cream in it. Oh, oh, God. And in it was basically explaining how he had came out, came out the closet mm. at a certain age. He loved men, blah, 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 with my cousin's name and details and everything. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's basically, my cousin kind of like hit the roof and he was <laughs> like, What? what's going on me mates will say this and know this profile blah 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 <laughs> so <laughs> uh, so he shut it down and do you know that account stayed there till Yahoo went away and if anyone wants oh, to find God. it you can find it at tinyurl soldierbuttwithcream.com <laughs> 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 but honestly it was so funny because it was like and I laughed my head off me because it was like I can't believe he's done that yeah, that search you right stitches. he was he was sitting there and he what he blamed me to and I was just like, You were telling us to do this and you were telling us it's like I know about it. You you know, you just gotta see the funny side of it. He's like, Ah, but all my mates are gonna think I'm gay because obviously back back then when we were young it was like wasn't like today where mm. it was like a, a proud moment. It was especially fashion uh, at the moment. Yeah, it, it to be fair and that sounds horrible, it was frowned on, you know. Oh yeah. Um everyone's come out of the closet now. Yeah, the end of the day, power to them, you know. But it's horrible to sit there and talk about when I was nineteen like that, you know, um, mm. because that was the norm then. Um, well, in either sense, it's like completely changing your identity. It's like you're saying you're yeah. something you're completely not. 
Yeah, but he was kind of like uh, distraught at this and all his friends, and he did get some crap at, uh, let's just say, at his barracks about it until he was able to explain to them. Um, but he did say there was one period where he was standing in the barracks and all the guys started doing the, the chopper with the, the bits, saying, do you want a bit of this? Oh, oh, kid. You know, so he got a bit of crap for it and that man really the the, the lad who got him it really really punished him for it like <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah that is a that's like a horror story taken straight from the early noughties that is oh mm. honestly that was the 90s for you that was that's how bad the 90s was you know but um uh, we had one absolutely we had one we're but turning over to the old chat sites oh what the old chat sites oh yeah and speaking of chat sites, I, I feel like dating apps have their use in the sense that they play the numbers game. Because one of the biggest issues, uh, one of the biggest obstacles, I suppose, for a lot of people trying to enter the dating world is actually finding people. Maybe they're not necessarily all about going to the bar, and or they don't want people who go to bars. And it's like, well, where are you going to find them that way? And then dating apps like Tinder just allow you to absolutely see everybody in your area it's it's just a case of convenience because like any dom any tom dick and harry who has a, has, a, has a smartphone is able to access tinder mm, true so that's really the benefit of it and i think like tinder and things kind of that are more phone based it's far more difficult to hack into stuff than say on the computer where computers oh, yeah. have had years and upon years of like programs being developed Meanwhile, the phone market is far more fragmented. Something that works on Android isn't going to work through um, uh, Apple, for example. So mm. there's a added layer of security that way. So I feel like dating out specifically on smartphones, I feel like they're definitely not dying out. <laughs> they're only going to probably yeah. increase in prevalence. I don't, I don't think they'll die out, but I think the scammers, the, the dating apps themselves would have to do something. They will probably die out because, well, no, they won't, because no one can actually talk face-to-face -face anymore. Well, to be fair, he has a to the future. Today. What I was thinking, with VR now out, I think eventually dating will turn into a VR sequence oh where people put the headsets on and go into a virtual bar and start meeting each other. You know. I mean, do you know about Love Sense? Yeah, uh, having a clue about it. Uh, I mean, I think I think the first time I heard about it was on like Russell Howard, with, where it was like pioneering technology where you had, um, let's say, paired devices that were able to communicate with each other and move in such a way according to the stimulus they received from one side and they were able to transfer movement <laughs> from one end to the other. Yeah. Um, and that's just pretty much become full-fledged technology at this stage, so... <laughs> mm. It's pretty Sounds much terrible. ready to go and it probably actually already exists in VR form as well. Yeah, but people are going to lose the ability to talk to each other in one day, you know? To be fair, has anyone ever seen that film? Can't remember what it is, but in the future, and the the girl he's with turns around and says, "Do you want to have a good time tonight?" Mm. And he goes in the room with her, and they've got to put these headsets on, and it's like virtual sex. Mm. No, don't know what you're on about. You don't know. Is this a Raz, total have you ever seen that film? Well, I think it might be. I can't remember the name of the film, no, but I always I remember that either. part. Total Recall. Um, was he? Were they dressed up in leather? I think so. In the dream, in the virtual. Sure, it's not the Matrix. No, no it's, it's not, not Matrix. <laughs> uh, it's not Total Recall. It's not. Um, it's not Misfits. No, it is definitely a film, but it's like an older film. Oh. I was but thinking regardless, uh, the gamer. I think it was. It wasn't that. that. Was um, it might be Total Recall because it's very. It's very based, all based, like you're talking probably early 90s, mid 90s, this film was based. Uh, because even the, the the way it's designed in the future, because he's like an, uh, a 90s cop, and he's, I think it's like he's getting frozen. And oh, Demolition Man. Is that it? Yeah, um, with uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone, uh, yeah. Sandra Bullock, and Wesley Snipes. Nice. Yeah, because he puts that, they put that headset on. And this headset, because he's like looking as if to say, yeah, because he's getting ready, smelling his breath and everything, and it's like, yeah, <laughs> great time coming. And he gets this headset to put on, and it, it like freaks him out. 
because like all oh, this action to, to me I can see the future eventually becoming that yeah and, you know. it's uh, it's demolition man because he stands in front of the uh, the, the machine swearing at it to actually get paper to use his toilet yeah. roll because yeah. I had seashells for toilet toilet paper he doesn't <laughs> yeah. know how to use it so he's standing there effing and blinding at this machine <laughs> and like the, all, all the cops in the station are looking at him like as if to say what's he doing because it's constantly giving him fines and he grabs it and he holds the paper up and looks at them and goes so much for the seashells and walks into the bathroom <laughs> honestly you, you don't know a film until you watch a 90s film everyone everyone who listens to this has stress go and find an, a 90s film and watch it you'll love it 70s where it's that fan you know one of my uh, older films I was forced to grow up on was Calamity Jane oh I used to love that film so did I. I still do. I'd happily sit there and watch Calamity Jane right seven now. Seven Braves for Seven Brothers as well. I was always forced to watch that. I always forget her, that the name of that film. And now you've reminded me I'm going to buy it. Wait, I always used to pretend I didn't like it, but secretly I was sitting there going, I can't wait for the song. Yeah. You really are a closeted gay, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Not no. really, but you know, uh, that, 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 that film. Your, that your film soul is ready to go. Beautiful. It's ready. It's ready to burn. <laughs> no, that, fi- that film was so good. It's such an old movie. Fifty-three. Mm. My goodness. I'm wait. Me nana, she grew up on them. Mm. You know, and like I say, I can always remember sitting going, "Oh, I don't want to watch that film." Mm. When she put it on, I'd sit there dancing away. The oh, song. me too. Oh. I loved it when my nan played it. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Great film. I'm gonna what add it. To- <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. <laughs> add it to your wish list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of that, <laughs> we're not doing books and videos and movies. No. We could have been. Could have. <laughs> decided to break. Not today. <laughs> uh. Uh, so, yeah, I think we've gotten as far as we can with dating and, and social dating. And, yeah. Well, I think we've talked more about relationships. Should we? Uh, um, well, you know what? Needs must, I suppose. Although the idea yeah, is we were talking about dating in general and uh, relationships as yeah, well. Yeah, like maybe our personal experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, Although it did get a bit sad in the middle, it it surely did. We'll be putting a, a firm <laughs> disclaimer at the beginning. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. What we could actually do, we have a we have an appropriate amount of time. We could uh, kind of just rattle down um, our co-host and just uh, just maybe give our final thoughts on dating. So the way I yeah. see it is that um, for the most part, I I think dating apps they're kind of doing the work for us because in our in our modern age it really is a case of just um that there are many many people out there there are 17 people in your local area almost definitely that are just like they're great they're wonderful you'd be a great match but they just be completely inaccessible if not for dating apps um Mm. and i think because of that uh they're a great time uh make use of them stay safe uh, use a password that is nice and secure ideally one that you don't use anywhere else and look after yourself my, my dudes, my gals, my non-binary beaches mm. mm-hmm. definitely yes couldn't have put it any better if, I, if we tried heck. damn it <laughs> yeah, I, have the, <laughs> I have the final words on that one then fair enough <laughs> you did All right. to be, no to be fair I mean I uh, I'd say dating apps is definitely the way forward. I mean, with everything that's going on in the world, there's only going to be one way, isn't there? Um, and that is going to be internet-based and internet communication because it doesn't look like life's going to go back normal anytime soon. Oh, in a few months, um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, but, you know, you, you just got to look at the news and it's always doing gloom, but, hey, what's different with the news these days? Uh? Mm-hmm. Um, but... No, I, I definitely agree. I think dating apps is definitely the way forward, and in the future, eventually, it'll be it will discuss virtual reality or game dating or or something along them lines. You know, because mm. it won't just stay at dating apps. Yeah. And eventually, something bigger and better will come out. Um, and as you say, as we've we've heard many experiences today, there's always always a good time at the end. <laughs> yes, there is. It's not always sad, you know. <laughs> Good. We had the we had the middle bit that was very sad, so we could uh, clamber back out of it. It's uh, yes, it's artistic yeah. in some I, sense. I think the most important thing for anyone who who did get does get affected or is affected by by that situation is to always know you're not alone. Oh. 
Yeah. We all go for it. Everyone. Some is some worse than others. Oh. But there's always someone there that will listen. You just need to yes. need to ensure that you have that strong supportive community and network to be able to fall back on. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Definitely. One hundred percent. There's no way no way out. There's yeah. no way I would have made it if I didn't have my sister or, you know, my Same. family. Uh-uh. Same. You got Relax. anything to say, Ryan? No, I'm good. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> right, I think we've all set our piece, so shall I yes. round this up? Yes, let's do it. Yeah. Thank you so, so much, my beautiful 4G surfers. We've had a we've had a gently splendid time <laughs> learning more about each other, uh, doing this dating relationship, uh, gentle tragedy, then back to relationship and social dating uh, episode. We hope you did too. Um, we've already we've already pretty much been saying, if you need help, look for it. Find it in the comfort of your family and friends, uh, and also uh, if you need any. I think I think we should maybe put in a little link for um. For a bunch yeah, of numbers, we'll put a little link in the description. Mm, AM for for help. Uh, but with all of that said, we will be now bidding you adieu. <laughs> so take the good care this week, and uh, we'll see you for the next episode. So, so my bros, bye-bye. bye bye, bye bye, bye Felicia.